Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files, jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Welcome to our solar system. The year is 2373 Standard Earth Time. Humanity has colonized the planets and brought with them the omnipresent artificial intelligence known as Kestrel. Today, we dive deeper into Kestrel's memory banks to explore the worlds through her ears. Let us continue our journey now. This is audio log number four for Operation Ghost Touch. I am Dr. Ryland. Uh, we have chosen a landing spot that looks like it will afford the maximum research opportunities. Uh, there's a small stretch of desert that is next to a forest and one of the nitrogen lakes. If we place base camp there, we'll have multiple opportunities to study the lakes and the forest, as well as we'll have an opportunity to leave on an expedition to the edge of the cross section. In our flyovers, we detected several of some sort of structural anomaly on the edges of the cross-section and are making a priority expedition to get out there and study those. Uh, we'll probably do that in the first week or so of getting here. Kind of depends upon how much gets sidetracked. Uh, Kennedy just touched us down by the sound of it, so let's go check this out. Okay, I've transferred recording to my helmet mic so I can keep my hands free. Kennedy is finishing up the report of landing and sending an update back to mission control. In the meantime, Senna and I are getting out there. You ready, Senate? Hell yeah, let's go. One small step from man one giant leap for mankind. Yes, yes, I said it. I had to say it, said it. It's tradition! The first steps of any creature, especially a human, which I am, are first steps upon unexplored territory, it is tradition to say the phrase. Each step further into space is an accomplishment for the entirety of our species. Yeah, 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 the Vanarak gave us technology to do this, whatever. You just sped up our time frame. What? Yeah. Oh. I totally forgot to calculate for gravity. I took a step forward and about just launched myself. Um, for the log, due to the small nature of the comet, while I weigh about 70 kilograms on Earth or Vanarok Refuge, I am far less here. Um, Kennedy, what's that math? The, the one for gravity adjustment. They say I'm only about four kilograms here, which is why I can leap 20 meters up 
easily. Man, this is so cool. Okay, back to the mission, though. Um, I, I am blown away with this comet. First off, I'm standing on a reddish soil that feels very similar to the clay on Mars. And hold on, stop. Is that a lizard? Wait, no. Send it, don't move. That looks like a small lizard. It's about 10 centimeters long, and I think I scared him. He was sitting on this rock here, and I landed about two feet to the left of it, and he just scurried under it. Hold on, let me get my light. Oh my god, there he is. Yeah, he's about 10 centimeters long, has what looks like a scaly exterior, and he's a dark red in color, a little bit darker than the soil we're on. Whoa! Oh my gosh, this is so cool. He got a little defensive as I shifted to get closer, and he lit up the spines along his back, and he charged me a bit. Like, he's got little ridges along his back, and he lit them up like a firefly does. That's so cool. He's so cute. God, I just want to take him home. Wait, how how do we get him out of here? Can we can we feed him? What does he eat? What are you, buddy? Oh my goodness, I need him. Come on out, little buddy. Let me look at you. I'm sorry, this is just, this is so cool. Okay, I ended up, <clears throat> I ended up pausing the recording after that because I realized that continuing to record our journey would probably get really boring and really old fast, uh, especially with no sort of visual of this. Um, plus, we'll have reports and stuff on our findings you can read rather than hear me gush about how cool everything is. I, I really need a better word because uh, I repeated it a lot when I was listening back to it. Um, anyway, I guess this is part two of Operation Ghost Touch Log 4. I just wanted to give an update on our findings. Uh, we found a lot today. Starting off with that lizard, it's got a small diamond-shaped head, four limbs, although the front two are much larger and more muscular than the back legs. Uh, based off of some observation of the creature after we let it alone and it learned we're not a threat, it actually hunts with its front legs. We watched as it quickly pinned a little insect in its front claws before it ate the bug. Uh, the tail is also surprisingly agile and active. It sweeps away its tracks with the tail, leaving a strange little swishing pattern in the dirt. Maybe it has to do with predators or something like that, I haven't quite pieced together why. We also learned that it has a defensive warning system that utilizes bioluminescence, which is absolutely incredible. It's this narrow ridge of spines which it can cause to glow a light blue light. I think it's the coolest thing, and because of that we decided to name it a Zilla Drake, because it's so cute. Uh, my biggest curiosity is if it's actually cold-blooded. I would think not, because there's no sun for this creature to warm up on, because this is a comet, and there's no sun. So... We've also encountered a variety of insect-like creatures. They all seem to be six-legged and have some sort of hard exoskeleton or carapace. Of the four different species we found, two of them were similar to beetles. One was a caterpillar and one a moth, which we are suspicious to be the same creature, uh, just at different stages of its lifetime. Uh, we also encountered a creature to be possibly a non-insect arthropod. Similar to the pill bugs back on Earth, it was rather interested in exploring the landing gear of the trailblazer, but we just moved it a ways away. We've taken to calling those things corkopods. I don't know why I think Kennedy termed that phrase. In all honesty, we barely made it more than 60 feet from the trailblazer. 
We spent most of the day-to-day -day setting up the base, including bringing out and setting up our portable lab tent. We'll continue to do cooking and spend most of our living inside the Trailblazer, but we decided to set up the lab outside to help ease studying the endemic life in its own environment. I'm worried that a shocking change in temperature would make it very hard to study the native species. So, yeah, this is Dr. Ryland uh, signing off here, I guess. Um, I'll make another one of these once I've got more to report. Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.